Hey guys, it's me, Danny, here to drop another gem on your week. So let's get started. Now, if anybody knows me, they know one thing. I love watching Ayanla Fix My Life. Ayanla Van Zandt on Fix My Life, guys, you know, she's the bee's knees to me. <laughs> There's three people right now that are so um, significant in my learning and my growing. And those people would be my best friend, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, my other best friend, Lena Waith. And Auntie Ayala. So, the new season of Ayala Fix My Life just started this Saturday. Um, and when I tell you she started out with a bang, she started out with a bang, guys. So, the story that she was trying, the family that she was trying to, I'm going to give you these finger quotes. You know, I love finger quote. Fix was this family that involved a young lady named Alexis. She went by Lexi, who at eight hours old was kidnapped from her birth mother in the hospital. Now, in the hospital, she was named Kamaya. And so for the past... 17 years, 18 years, her parents have been, you know, hoping that she would come home. Um, you know, they had the sketch artists out and all that kind of stuff, but no real leads for years. So at the age of 16 or 17, um, Alexis, Lexi, um, asked her mother for her birth certificate and social security card and her mother basically told her she didn't have it. She explained to her that there was um, some kind of an issue with her being her birth mother. So Alexis knew that she was not living with her birth mother and for some reason she told a friend who told a friend who apparently must have told an adult or a parent and look they looked into it discovered that Alexis was most likely a stolen baby from years ago someone must have remembered the story so people came to the house they've discovered that you know the mother basically the 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 mother who raised her basically said hey yeah um it was me i took her whatever and so they arrested her fast forward a little bit later the daughter alexis um born as kamaya was reunited with her birth parents and this is where we now meet Ayanla 10 months into her knowing her birth parents. Her birth mother contacted Ayanla and said, you know, we need a fixin'. Well, people, this is where the story gets a little interesting because the birth mother, although she contacted Ayanla, she did not show up for the recording of the show. Now, I got this, you know, questioning like, well, why would this woman contact me and then not show up? Well, the father, the birth father, he 
decides to say that he felt like maybe it was because the birth mother thought that when their daughter came home, they would all be able to be one big happy family, which could not be true for a couple of reasons. One was the birth father is married to another woman because remember their daughter had been taken 18 years ago. So, you know, in 18 years, a lot of things happen within a relationship and apparently they broke up at some point and he managed to get married to the wife that he was currently with. The other reason why they could not be one big happy family is this girl, although she is your birth daughter and, you know, you DNA had definitely been taken and it had been proven, but this girl doesn't know you. And so we can't be a one big happy family if I don't know you and you don't know me. And the last reason is because this girl who has been missing from your life for the past 18 years was still actually living for 18 years and the woman who raised her raised her well and raised her lovingly and so this girl even though she knows the story still loves the woman who raised her child I know I didn't gave you a lot already and we ain't even said nothing about anything so you know it's just a lot that was going on so Ayanla is talking to the girl, you know, Alexis Kamaya, asking her what's her name. Alexis Kamaya says, you know, call me whatever you want. And Ayanla is saying, like, you have to, you know, decide who are you. Are you Alexis or are you Kamaya? So at this point, she says, you can call me Alexis. I'm sorry. She said, you can call me Kamaya. So Ayanla starts to talk about the you know how asking her how does she feel you know what is there confusion is she sad and the girl is basically like you know nothing is wrong I'm you know I'm fine and everything is okay it was better before you know all of this came out but my life was she said that my life was fine before my mother went to jail And Ayanna was saying, you know, she tried to hug up on her. You know, that's one of those tactics that if you watch Ayanna, you will know that when Ayanna give you that mother hug, um, child, people just go into a cry. Kind of like the old Barbara Walters cry. You know how the people used to be on Barbara Walters like, Barbara, you ain't going to get me to cry. It was kind of, it's kind of has that effect. Like Ayana's hug usually bring a woman to tears. Sometimes there have been some men that she's bear hugged up on and um, they've cried too. I don't know if you remember the Nephi and Solo episode, but Ayana gave him a hug that let him know he was safe and child, he bawled out too. So he, she gave this honey bear the same hug and she did, had no feeling at all. So Ayanna basically was saying, you know, this this baby doesn't even understand how, you know, dead her eyes look. But she knew that there was an eruption of sadness that needed to come out of her. 
So I, uh, Yonla says, you know, maybe I should try to go talk to her family who was there. Now, who was there was her birth father, his wife, and Alexis Kamaya's boyfriend. I'm not sure why Alexis Kamaya's boyfriend nor her stepmama were there because this whole episode, neither one of them really opened their lips to say, like, a one word. So I'm not sure what their purpose was, but... You know, maybe we'll get to that later. So she's asking the father, you know, what's going on with his child? You know, what does he see in her? And he has, she has the family write down on post-it notes what they think they know about this girl. Because, ooh, excuse me, the father... And his wife have only known this girl for 10 months. So Ayana's like, you know, hey, what do you what do you know about her? Let's find it out. So she does, and what they start writing on these post-it notes, you know, words like um kind, loving, she likes fast food. Um, she wanna be known accepted for her. She doesn't understand that we love her. And I almost like, that's all cool. But, you know, you as the parents have a relationship expectancy based off of a fantasy that they have created in their heads for the last 18 years. Like, they just kind (laughs) of... believe that they were getting back their baby and you're you can't get back your baby so there have been 18 years that exists for her that for Kamaya Alexis who that don't exist for you so you can't start back at infancy with this child and you can't erase what she the life that she had for the past 18 years and just go from uh eight days old to erase all thoughts like in a uh old uh men in black with will smith movie where they put the little you know uh piece of pen thing up and then your memory just is lost so you can't do that so you can't just start today when we meet there have been 18 years of this girl's life that these people need to recognize and acknowledge they don't want to do that the birth parents just kind of need to get to know her in the place in which she is now and not where they want her to be. And I understand that that has to be hard because these parents have been hurt as these parents have been hurt and they're hurt. They have been holding on to for 18 years. Kamaya Alexis, on the other hand, her pain has just begun. And so she doesn't even know, because this is so new, she doesn't even know if she's in pain yet or not. She's just kind of numb and just floating through. Because there's no moment for her to have by herself. It's, It's either 
you know, tell us about what happened. Tell us about how you feel. Be be my daughter. Be here with me. Understand me. Get to know me. Learn me. Don't talk to your birth mother. Talk to your birth mother. Who said you can? Who said you can't? It's a lot of stuff going on. So she hasn't had a time to process properly any of this. Um... And so trying to process it in the midst of strangers, because, you know, again, although these people were her birth parents, they're strangers to her. Now, also um, in this story, they did not say on Ayonla, but I, you know me, I didn't did a little bit of investigating and I went on and uh, checked out some clips from news stories and things like that, coming to discover that. Um, her birth mother, um, not her birth mother, her birth father has eight other children besides this child. So after she was born, he then gave, he then helped to create eight other children. So this girl, Alexis Kamaya, they never talked about any siblings in the house with her and her uh, ad- abducted mother but in the family that she is now getting to know her father has eight children it never speaks of her mother but we do know that her mother is estranged from her because on the show Ayonla asked what she going to call the mother and the daughter says you can call her I'm not going to get cussed out this woman the mother although we never see her let me just say that we never see this this woman who is the birth mother and I get her that her heart has got to be feeling a ton of emotions I don't know what it means to have a kidnapped daughter and all of that um I do However, know what it means to have a missing child because one of my teens went missing for a couple of days and I know the distress that it brought on me. So I can't begin to imagine what 18 years of wanting to know where a child is that you know you just gave birth to and then it just disappears must be. Um, And then also hearing that child say well I still love this woman who did you wrong it's hard to reconcile with yourself how that could be possible because you would be wanting your child to hold some type of loyalty to you which they cannot do because they have never known you but you want them to so you know the mother is going through some struggles herself and this mother lost her child at the age of 16 that's right ladies and gentlemen this all happened to a teenage couple the mother was 16 years old when she gave birth to Kamaya and they never say I believe how old the father was however I do know that he said himself he did not know that the mother was 16 until she gave birth to Kamaya so probably when they were filling out some paperwork did she real he realized that she was 16 
or somewhere in the hospital they said it when she was 16 I'm assuming that he probably was more like 19 years old but they didn't say the age of that I think that we didn't need no more uh you know looking into anything with this family or in any kind of way so I thought that there was interesting that he said he didn't know how old she was until she gave birth because it would have needed to have some kind of significance in their story but they really didn't dive into it on the show um so Ayala takes Kamaya into a bedroom, tells her that this is a recreation of the womb and that this space was going to be her space to rebirth herself so that she could figure out who she is. Is she Kamaya? Is she Alexis? Like, who does she want to represent to the world? And, you know, what feelings does she need to release so that she can move on? with herself in a more centered spiritual place so you know there's books and there's activities in the room and Ion leaves her with those things and Kamaya is seen reading she's seen uh doing kind of like posters but look like maybe um vision boards or something like that I'm not sure I don't remember that well but I know she was in there doing and looking at the books and it looked like she was reading them so like you know getting an understanding and Ayanna comes back with the post-it notes that I mentioned before that her family wrote words of and she puts them on the wall she's telling Alexis Kamaya that you know this is what your family sees in you but these words as well would ex- would explain you and Ayala put up words like upset lonely sad depressed alone um shut down and you know those words went up on the wall to describe her as well Ayala then speaks to the parents well her father her birth father um saying that you know she needs permission Kamaya that is needs permission from her birth parents to address the pain that she feels for losing the woman who raised her instead of being expected to be you know their daughter he, she tells the father that she needs to stay the night at the house so that she can like get into some quiet and, and actually hear her own thoughts. And the father is kind of like, oh, no, we can't do that. Ayala is explaining to her, like, you know, you've been doing it your way and it hasn't made her any less uh, connected to this woman that she you know was raised by so maybe we should try this and she does she says okay he oh I'm sorry he says okay but Ayala also charges the whole entire group the father the boyfriend specifically and then the stepmother that if Kamaya tries to call you tonight don't answer the phone because we all need to get a little bit of clarity on ourselves she then goes in and tells um, Kamaya the same thing. She lets her know that she has the opportunity to stay. And she um, 
you know, should should stay there and get some clarity. And Kamaya's, I guess she's telling her, like, you know, think about it. I'm going to be out here for a quick minute. And uh, Ayala hit me with one of those Ayala gems where she told her, you know, I know that you don't want to stay and I know you don't think it's the best thing. F- you may not think it's the best thing for you, but think about what I'm telling you and then choose the highest good for yourself. And I just thought like, wow, I know there's so many days when I'm not choosing the highest good for myself. Sometimes I'm not even choosing like the mid-tier good for myself, to be honest with you. If I have to be honest with myself, I'd say there are days when I don't choose the highest good for my own self. So... Ayala tells her, you know, they're not going to answer the phone. And when I tell you, child, this baby girl who had been sitting there so soft-spoken and kind flipped out. Not only did she flip out, she got into a rage. And she went off, calling Ayala all kind of bees, F this, hell with that, I ain't gonna, ain't nobody gonna tell me. And she became so upset that you could see that although she kept on saying, I don't feel anything, I don't feel anything about this, it's just, you know, life and life is what it is. You could tell in this anger that this child was hurting. She started telling Ayala she was going to punch her in the face. And, like, she just was going off. The best thing about that is Ayala did not take any of it personally. Although she knew that this child was upset with her because she, the Kamaya Alexis, thought she heard Ayala say, I told them that they can't come get you, which is not the truth. She also thought she heard them say, Ayala say, they left and they will not be back. But the, the 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 good thing about it was nobody had left the house. She just told Kamaya she was staying in that room. That didn't mean nobody else could stay in the house. They just could not be in that room. Um, one of the another profound thing that Ayala said to the father when he was saying, you know, I don't think that we should do this. I don't know if this is a good idea. Ayala likened it to the fact that if your child were physically ill and needed a surgery, you would not fight the doctor to say, let me go into the operating room with you. I am trying to operate on her soul and uh, or her spirit. And so I, you, this needs to be something that she has to go alone. And that was the best thing that the father kind of got it on that sense. But this child was blowing up. She didn't care about no spirits, no souls, no nothing. All she wanted to do was hit somebody, scream and yell. So the girl starts saying, I'm not staying here. You said it was my choice. And Ayana told her many times, it is absolutely your choice whether or not you want to leave or stay. I am not holding you here. But I did also give them a 
assignment and just because you don't want to do the assignment that I'm giving you doesn't mean they don't want to do the assignment that I gave them this girl just kept going off I'm gonna pop off I'm gonna go crazy I'm gonna hit her about the good fifth or tenth time this child said that she was gonna put her hands on Ayana Ayana then said okay I am done because the father now was excusing her behavior like oh she's just venting she's just upset and Ayana was saying yes I understand that but this is the bomb that you are ready getting ready to send out into the universe like if this girl will pop off with me from a simple nobody's gonna answer your phone call right now what do you think is going to happen when something makes her more upset and she's out here in these streets because this ain't no baby no more so you start acting like a crazy chick and they're gonna take your behind the jail if you make it because we know nowadays hmm, we ain't gonna get into it but she may not even make it to jail you know with the attitude that she displayed on this show hmm, i don't know and so Ayana said, listen, if you guys don't want a resolution, you're not at a place where you're ready to accept a resolution, I have to let you go. So she did. And that family packed up and rolled out of there so fast. It was ridiculous. Now, people, I don't know. Again, I don't know if you guys watch the show or not, but... One of the things that is definitely a pattern is no matter what somebody says they coming on there for, there's usually a deeper issue that needs to be discovered. And Ayala usually does discover it. So they came on basically saying, help my child that was kidnapped from me stop communicating with her kidnapper. And that is not what they got. But I'll also say that there was no resolution, at least not on the cameras, because they the family left so fast. It's usually a two, sometimes a three-day process. After day one, Kamaya was over it, and they had left. The next day, um, Ayana brings in... Uh, Carol, Car- Karina or Caroline, Carolina White. She was also kidnapped at um, birth, uh, you know, a couple hours after birth for, by a woman and raised by a woman. I believe that this is the woman that they had the Lifetime movie show about. I don't watch many Lifetime shows, but this one, I, I think it was on Lifetime where they, you know, reenacted some stuff that happened to that child because this it was pretty much the same story woman um, um pregnant has a a birth that doesn't produce a living baby they kind of go into a psychotic uh, episode and this causes them to decide that some other woman's baby belongs to them and they take it home and then they raise it for years this Karina White woman was first of all she was beautiful second of all very 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 eloquently speaking about her experience now I don't I know I done told y'all Ayanna is one of my favorite people and I just love this the things that she says and I love the way that she words 
uh, feelings and emotions. But I think she got this one wrong, guys, because I think that she should have started out letting this girl meet Karina because Karina is the one person who absolutely gets uh, Alexis Kamaya's story. And so maybe has she been able to see someone who could relate and have a conversation with that girl in the womb instead of um, Ayanla, this we may have had a different outcome. You'll never know, but that's just my take on it. Uh, but Karina did say that you know she was numb too in the beginning and the story was unexpected it's and it just you know her story was unexpected this young lady's story was unexpected and that you know she didn't trust anybody because how do you learn how to trust someone when the person who you've known forever has given you such a huge lie to try to dissect. Now, Ayala tried to, you know, connect with her, explaining her um, journey into finding out who her birth mother is or was because she found out at 30 years old that she was being raised by somebody else because her birth mother past when she was two years old but so she kind of tried to connect with Kamaya in that way but Kamaya I think needed to meet Miss Karina because because she could relate to her completely Karina agreed that she needed some quiet and isolation to figure out how she um felt about what has happened in and around her life but again they were not able to, you know, complete the process with this family. Not only that, but they were not answering any calls for a follow-up or anything like that. So we, we, we come to the end of this episode where there was no resolution and not really sure if anybody learned anything from their experience there I did hear that the birth father was making some Facebook pages to um, video clips to just kind of um, give his side but his side was kind of misunderstood because his side was basically everything was fake and you know this all for tv but as my friend funky Diva said you know your story was not fake um the the story wasn't fake the news wasn't fake you being her father wasn't fake her blowing up like she did wasn't fake you just didn't like the way that it made you look that's all there is there's no no anything that i found on the mother i think i saw one picture uh, or maybe two pictures of her and um this they have like a news clip of her crying which was just sad but nothing further about this child's birth mother so 
here we are at the end guys i tried to give you my take on my auntie ayanla's um show and what i thought was going on when i was watching it so don't forget to if you if you want to try to check that out i'm not sure if they're repeating it all week but i do you know know that it should come on at least before the next episode which would be next saturday night at uh nine o'clock on the own network so of course you know we're going to talk about the next one next week but check it out for yourself this current one Before we leave, let me just say that, again, I thank you for listening. Keep on, keep on, keep on. The numbers are growing, and it's making me excited. Share these uh, episodes with your friends, guys, because, um, you know, we all could use a little bit of learning about, you know, listening and understanding and friendship and forgiveness we all we all could use a little bit of that every day you know so just share 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 it on your social media sites share it with your friends don't forget to do that um don't forget i i am out there on the social media and um i'm excited to you know see you guys there whenever whenever we may show up Uh, Again, my social media sites will be put down in the description box. Um, And look for, if you're on my Twitter, I'll probably put a song of the day up for tomorrow or today now because it is tomorrow (laughs) for yesterday and so i'll probably put a song of the day up today so if you want to find me look on the description box and you'll see my twitter handles and then you can you know find me there i'm also on instagram and i'm dropping gems there every day and um you know if you want to send me a little something in the inbox well, you know, my DMs, you can't, you will listen, you know, my DMs are open for your loves. Just go ahead on and slide on in there and tell me how you feeling. But if you want to send me an email, my email address will be there as well. Hey, we're at the end of the show, guys. And I've said a lot of things, a lot for you to listen to. The best thing is everything I said, you don't have to take as fact. After all, I'm just saying. <laughs>